And welcome to GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, hi, it's Carrie. Uh, broadcasting uh, recorded from my basement uh, on, on my uh, vacation, I'll have you know. Uh, just uh, <clears throat> not trying to make you feel guilty or anything. But uh, We're going to get to the brand new episode uh, coming up here in just a moment called Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time Story Hour. Uh, we'll get to that uh, coming up in a moment. This is a very uh, uh, preachy and opinionated episode coming up. I just have to warn you. I'll, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Uh, right now, breaking news as of Monday. Let's see. I'm recording this Monday, June 28th at 4:36. Uh, let's see. Breaking news as of this time. Uh, Peter Jackson looks like he's going to direct the Hobbit movies. Saying, "Great, Guillermo. Thanks. Appreciate you. Thanks for uh, making me do this again. Making me live in this world some more. I wanted to go off and do other things." But uh, looks like uh, because of. Guillermo del Toro's departure looks like uh, Peter Jackson's probably going to direct. And it's going to be two movies, uh, the Hobbit movie. 2012 and 2013 is when they're going to be released. So uh, there you go. Uh, Let's see. Fox? Oh, yeah. Everybody remember in high school you had to read, uh, you know, they had a list of books they wanted you to read. And they wanted you to to, to make a, a compelling you know, book report about it. It was almost a thesis or an essay or a high school equivalent of that, whatever it was. In the Nebo School District, it was five pages. But I picked The Martian Chronicles, which was a pretty goddamn boring. Now, I'm just saying that's just me. There are people who love the book and they think it's great, and that's wonderful for them. I thought it was boring as hell, and I thought that the miniseries they did was boring as hell, but uh, Fox is uh, making The uh, Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. Big-budget Hollywood movie. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is it's being made into a big-budget Hollywood movie, I guess you could say. It's uh, the guy who, uh, the people behind iRobot. Uh, did you like the iRobot? Uh, hmm. John Davis, the Fox-based producer behind uh, iRobot and Alien vs. Predator. I heard you all bitch about that one. Uh, he's going to... Uh, Look into the uh, book. Man. Nobody remember. Uh, of course, I'm the only one old enough to remember. 1980 TV miniseries, Rock Hudson and Bernadette Peters. I'm not kidding. All right. Anyway, <laughs> it was it was boring. It was awful. I loved Bernadette's tits, but that was about it. Okay. Uh, this is uh, big news. A lot of people uh, have uh, emailed me this one. Um, Marvel Comics, Marvel Entertainment has created a division called Marvel Television, you know, which is a great idea, something you had to do, you know, when this went along. But it's interesting who they've uh, chose to uh, head it up. Jeff Loeb. Yes, some of you know who Jeff Loeb is. He was recently the co-executive producer of Heroes, the TV show. Uh, He's going to oversee the translation of some of Marvel's uh, popular characters and stories to TV in both live action and animated formats. Um, <clears throat> Jeff Loeb. Yeah, he's uh, heroes. Now he's, uh, he, okay, yeah, he, he did work on Lost, but he also worked on Smallville. And he was executive producer of Buffy the Vampire, the animated series, so don't get excited. I'm just not sure about this, because if you watch the last season of Heroes, uh, you know you know what I mean. So there you go. We're going to be seeing some Marvel Comics on TV. So that's good. And uh, speaking of Marvel Comics uh, productions, we've got uh, several uh, stories here. They seem to be the ones who are jumping forward in a lot of this stuff. Um, Casting for X-Men First Class, which is the prequel to the X-Men movies. Uh, It is uh, Michael Fassbender is officially on board to play Magneto. 
how does it work? Uh, so that's uh, that's happening there. Uh, James McAvoy is Professor Xavier. Get out of my head, Charles. And they have cast uh, Emma Frost, the the school hoe, Alice Eve. Oh, she is hot. I don't know about her acting. Haven't seen much of it, but I know she is hot. Uh, also, uh, Benjamin Walker is Beast. And I can't remember the name of the kid. They've got a Cyclops, but I'm sure there'll be fireworks between uh, Emma Frost and Cyclops. Um, okay, let's see here. Oh, yeah, and... and uh, Speaking of uh, the next Marvel project, Doctor Strange could be the first, not just Marvel, but Disney-Marvel team-up. Because, you know, when Disney bought Marvel, it's safe to say not too many people thought their first official team-up would be Doctor Strange. So this is kind of interesting, but uh, Deadline Hollywood is saying that this is what's going on. Marvel Studios has hired uh, Conan, Scribes, Thomas Donnelly, and Joshua Oppenheimer to write Doctor Strange, uh, marking forward progress uh, Along the superhero property. So uh, there you go. So see, they worked on Conan. They worked on, uh, they're working on, it looks like, Cowboys and Aliens and a bunch of stuff. So we'll see what happens. Doctor Strange, though, seems kind of like an odd choice. So there you go. There's that. Uh, Here's some news. Uh, No, I'll save that. I'll save that to the end. Uh, While we're on the subject of comic books and all that, uh, DC has made the great, great leap to where Marvel has been for quite some time, uh, DC is finally doing a digital iPhone, iPad app, and iTunes. Uh, they've entered it, uh, finally. Uh, no fanfare, really. It just kind of happened, uh, like Wednesday. It just, it, it just kind of like, oh, oh, and by the way, we're, uh, we're online. Yeah, yeah, that's, how, that's pretty much how it did. So let's see. Uh, uh, DC Comics app version 1.1 is what it's called. Uh, it's official. It's free. And it's in the uh, store for the iPhone, iPod, and uh, uh, iPod Touch, I mean, and uh, iPad. It uh, is out there. It's free, but uh, you do have to pay. It's like Marvel's app, uh, which debuted, the, you know, the day of the iPad app in early April. Uh, DC's app is powered by Comixology, and uh, they, they do a very good job. 35 titles were available at the launch. Woo! Prices ranging from $0.99 cents to two ninety nine. That is still too much, I think. Uh, you also get some of the uh, Wildstorm, Vertigo, and uh, Zuda titles from that. So, uh, hey, DC, welcome. Welcome to where Marvel was years ago. All right, let's see. I know. I'm a Mar- I love Marvel. Zo- I'm a Marvel zombie. Okay, forgive me. Let's see. Oh, uh, this is uh, something you should look at while you're looking at your computer, by the way. Uh, Star Trek First Contact is available for free streaming at Hulu. <sighs> I think that's a Flash-enabled site, isn't it? Yeah, so I guess you won't be watching that on your iPad. All right. Well, it's it's free. Uh, go to your uh, computer and uh, take a look at it. Uh, let's see. Inception. This uh, this is this new uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie is coming out. Christopher Nolan uh, is the uh, guy behind it. Uh, of course, uh, Batman and Batman uh, Begins and Dark Knight. Uh, they weren't. Uh, Rolling Stone saw it once again. That darn Rolling Stone shaking up things everywhere. Rolling Stone. Uh, Peter Travers saw it and wasn't supposed to release a review. Until a certain time. It's called an embargo. Jeff can tell you about that in further detail. But he sort of re- you know, leaked his review about it. And his theory is is that Inception might just... The movie just might be too smart to succeed. He loved Inception. And uh, he's, he's going on to say, it's, you know what? It's not dumb enough to be successful. I, I just love that. Go online and find that. It's, uh, it's fascinating to, uh, 
to read that he thinks is just too smart. He he says that uh, Nolan made a mistake by overestimating the intelligence of the movie-going audience. <laughs> oh, Peter Travers. There you go. Anyway, so there's that. A couple of final things here as far as TV goes, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, is letting viewers create your own movie. Well, it's kind of tricky when when you hear the headline like that. You get excited. Uh, the network is launching a production site called B-Movie Mogul where you can vote and pitch ideas for the film from title, creatures, wardrobe, dialogue, and character deaths and promotional taglines. The resulting script will be shot as a two-hour sci-fi movie and released uh, later in the year. So here's how it works. Uh, they're they're uh, teaming with uh, IGN, the entertainment site. Uh, the first stage will have fans voting. See, this is where it's deceptive. They make you think that you're you're making the movie. What they're doing is they're letting you choose one of three things to do. So it's it's kind of like a Mad Lib in a way. It's like one of overall three concepts was the first choice. Uh, a 2010 apocalypse story, a Bermuda Triangle set creature feature, or a Roswell, New Mexico set alien movie. So there you go. I read the headline and I had high hopes for... Mandelabra, the living candelabra, to finally see uh, fruition. But uh, <clears throat> so anyway, so go go and have fun with that. On TV this week, uh, Tuesday night, uh, uh, Tuesday that is, uh, Warehouse 13, which is a show I started watching and then stopped just because I didn't have enough time to watch it. But now they've got a uh, a marathon on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, so uh, check that out on Tuesday, and you can uh, get caught up on that. And I probably will. But here's the best part. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sci-Fi Channel. A 20-hour Greatest American Hero Marathon. Is anyone excited about this? I'm... Shannon probably is. So, uh, yeah, Greatest American Hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. So there you go. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, 20 hours on Sunday. And uh, this headline, uh, Twilight Creator says she's sick of vampires. No, we're just sick of your vampires, darling. Okay, so here we go. Let's get right into this uh, new episode. This episode, like I said, it's very preachy. It's, it's, uh, it's very... Uh, <laughs> it's dirty, I'll give you that. Uh, we, we talk about your first porn. Uh, yeah, uh, it's called Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time Story Hour. Please to enjoy geekshowpodcast.com. Here we go. I don't know you. But you, I never forget a face, Mr. Jackal. Isn't it? I never thought to see your face again. Check off who is this man? Criminal captain. A product of late 20th century genetic engineering. What do you want with us? Sir, I demand of you. You are in a position to demand nothing, sir. I, on the other hand, am in a position to grant nothing. What you see is all that remains of the ship's company and crew of the Botany Bay. My room here, 15 years ago, by Captain James D. Kirk. Listen, you men and women, you have a... Captain Kirk. <laughs> Save your strength, Captain. 
of his people had sworn to live and die at my command 200 years before you were born. Do you mean he never told you the tale? To amuse your captain? No. Never told you how the Enterprise picked up the Botany Bay lost in space from the year 1996. Myself and the ship's company in cryogenic freeze. I've never even met Admiral Kirk. Admiral. Admiral. Never told you how Admiral Kirk sent 70 of us into exile on this barren sand heap with only the contents of these cargo bays to sustain us. You lie! And City Alpha 5, there was life! A fair chance! This is City Alpha 5! This whole thing is insane! Atomic batteries to power. Incoming subspace signal. Oh, hi. What? Where are we? I have no idea. Eh? This doesn't look like this movies. Sunny? Where are your kids coming from? <laughs> what? Uh-uh, no, Carrie. No. It's a... It's Carrie. a... It's demon alcohol. No, I... No, the, you, sh- everybody, let's see. I don't... I've never seen Carrie drink beer. Pabst Blue Ribbon. You're going to hate it. Tastes it's like beer. An, it's an yeah. aged brew. No, that tastes like Pabst. <laughs> Dude, That's not um, beer. This is this won an award in like 1822 yeah. or something. 1844. 1893. No, I haven't brewed any since then. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I, I, I buy beer for you no. guys, and I, I don't usually drink it. So, and I know you're fans of the PBR. So. I'm at, mm. Selected as America's best in 1893. Yeah, yeah back, they when they, back, then. back when you had to drink beer because the Does water was really all poison. Yeah. Yeah. Did you need to wash that down with real Oh, let me try this. They were the first beer company to get off the boats and yell out that they were number one. You know, uh, <laughs> we're number one. We're Woo! number one. Now this is you this can't is just the say that. this is your freezer vodka with some Minute Maid light lemonade. That's that local vodka. That's that uh, three hundred and sixty. Mm, no, that ain't local. That ain't local. No. No. Um, so I take it Pabst good. isn't one of our sponsors. No, no uh, Pabst. The Fuck funny Pabst. thing about the way uh, beer was brewed in uh, eighteen ninety three, the major ingredient that they used to process it. Pee. Cow shit. Oh. That's a horse piss. Give yeah. it color. Pap- Pabst actually uses rice as their grain. But if you have a beer and would like to sponsor this show, we promise not to say that it's made of... We'll say it's the best goddamn beer we've ever had. We'll say it's it is. better than Pabst. We would like to thank uh, our sponsors, PCLaptops.com. We love you. Yeah. This podcast is recorded and produced on a PC laptop. It sure will Fancy, is. fast as, PC laptop. As a matter of fact, right in the front of me. clean version of the show is also edited and produced on a PC laptop's computer. Oh, shut your mouth. Nice. Dead serious. Uh, also want to thank Dr. Volts, 2043 East 3300 South. Go and get your uh, comic books. Uh, speaking of comic books, uh, coming up later in the show, it's been requested that... Carrie's prison rape point. It's, it's time for <laughs> Uncle Carrie's uh, rapey time story hour. Yay! And so I'll be reading some like more... I don't like that. I'll be reading some more selections from Jason Aaron's Punisher Max, and that'll be uh, coming I, up. I can't sleep when you read those stories. No, you love these stories, don't you? I don't. No, you kids. You say you don't. That's like when you say things are bad, they're good. I know what you mean. Like no. when they're fat, they're not exactly. overweight. They're exactly. just pee hat. <laughs> that is dope. 
That, that means it's good. I know what you kids Shannon are saying. Can't sleep. Shannon can't sleep because he gets too excited. And I know you kids love Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time Story Hour coming up. So. Uncle Carrie's so I'm, I'm with you and your crazy street lingo. I, know I can't, can't Always I can't told wait. in the basement. Yep. I can't wait. I understand NBC has actually optioned Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time Theater as a Saturday morning cartoon oh, show. Gonna They're going to use the old yeah. Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't wait to get that down on wax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so thanks, you guys. Uh, Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 30, South. Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand. Welcome to the basement. And we're terribly sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Not th- that sorry. Uh, go to geekshowpodcast.com. Join our Facebook. Join our Twitter. Buy our merchandise. And, uh, you know, the T-shirts help buy the Pabst. Yeah. So that could be go. a new T-shirt, Uncle what? Carrie's Rapey Time Story Hour. Uh-huh. You know, with all the Pabst in the fridge, I'd have to say we've sold at least two. All right. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. T-shirts. Uh, let's let's, shoot, let's introduce the panel. Oh, uh, that oh yeah, we didn't do that last we time. Didn't. No, no. Yeah. It was the anonymous hour. We are remiss. Anonymous. Over on this uh, end of the table, returning champion Jimmy Martin from Dancing. Smart Magic. Trying. Dancing. Dancing Dance. machine. Do we have those links on our Facebook page or something? We don't. We should. Put them there. Jen, I, I love your wife, but I, I showed her how to dance. It was yeah. very impressive. <laughs> make, it, make it happen. We had a great time at Pride. <sighs> make it so. It was prideful. Yeah, we paid the extra 10 bucks a piece. Well, it's like 12 bucks a piece. I didn't pay anything because I had $11 oh, right. in my yeah. wallet. And I said, if I give you the $11 to get into the place, I'll have we no spent money for drinks. 50, we uh, spent 50 bucks to get the family pass to be supporters of the uh, Pride Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, went into the open bar area there. The VIP area. Yeah. And uh, we got uh, gay, got- gay free pour drunk, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's great. I, I would say that we got loose and my, fo- my feet got loose. Yeah. <laughs> so... And I couldn't say the word. I couldn't say S's anymore. They also- <laughs> <laughs> Slugmag.com for Slugmag. film reviews by Jimmy Martin. And I actually read some of his reviews, and they were pretty good. You got That's around right to read them? Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I can write a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I just can't bit. read. <laughs> That's odd. It's That's a weird very quality. strange. Scott yeah. Pierce, who writes his TV reviews on a royal typewriter. Get the hell off my lawn. That's right. Pierce at desnews.com. I can't type on a typewriter. It's too hard. I need an ink ribbon. He he has his children transcribe it off the cave walls. (laughs) These these pictographs represent my feelings about the show. Howdy face. Clearly, this this buffalo means that he doesn't like the show. (laughs) Can somebody crank up my gramophone again? I need some mood music. Where's where's the bird, where's the bird that puts its big down to play the stylus? I'll, I'll be honest with you, Pierce. I would love one of those old the electric typewriters with the golf ball thing in it. Oh yeah, I want one of those. That's what I want. That's what I actually learned to type on. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's what I want. Shannon Barnson, Wildcard and uh, Quizmaster, <laughs> video narrator. Hire me. Increasingly drunk. Please hire me. The Quizmaster. Can you paint? No. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I can't hire you. The, the quiz master. Yes. You can learn to pimp your stuff. Oh, hi. I'm a quiz master. Uh, 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 I, I picked up on it. It's like trying to start an old Model T. It's like trying to have a conversation with Zach Shutt. The big, shiny, <laughs> the big, shiny geek show quiz off, whatever no, the hell the it's called. big, shiny geek show pub quiz. you got to so get the awesome. title down before I know. you go out um, No. Uh, every Thursday night, uh, Burt's Tiki Lounge. Uh, good times. We've had a great time. The turnout's been amazing. 200, 300 people showing up for this. I don't know. We haven't done it yet. But it's going to be awesome. <laughs> the uh, BSGSPQ. No, there you go. BSGSPQ. No, uh, come down. It's a good time. Just book one. 
Thank you. Jeff Vice, film free. critic. Yes, yeah. part, part of Ulcer Corner. Yes. <laughs> Des News. Ulcer. They're Jeff putting at, a camera in my tummy. Jeff at DesNews.com. Yes, also, or Viceroy at MediocreShow.com. Also in the uh, Ulcer Corner, Lee George Cade. Um, Grimleys.com. And uh, we'll also do the Craft Sabbath on July 11th. And we're also at... Do you have an Ulcer? Yes. I didn't know that. That's why I miss occasional shows, because I'm curled up in a ball puking. So yeah. I thought we decided really? it's not ulcers. It's that yeah. we're all inside your stomach. I thought you were just back in your cocoon when you don't show up. No. On, by the way, I learned how to type on the same typewriter that uh, William Burroughs used in Naked Lunch. Oh, really? It's a you cockroach. A, a cockroach's butthole? <laughs> That's yeah. great. Those are hard to get. <laughs> they are. Hard to come by. You need a lot of drugs and some time in, in northern Africa. Uh, anyway, so you should do that. what I do. You should just have migraines instead. No, the ulcer's fun, and and the best part is, by the time this show's aired, I'll actually have footage or uh, pictures of the what I've been told probably looks like Freddy Krueger went crazy inside my stomach. Uh, they're sending a camera down into my esophagus to see what's really going on. Fantastic! Wow. I hope it's. Uh, I, hope I it's bet it's weird. And on that note, Carrie Jackson, everybody, Carrie! Hey! ladies Hi, and gentlemen, you? hello everyone, host of the wildly Carrie. popular. Radio from Hell, a radio program. Well, thank you very much. But, and that uh, whole... He wakes me up every morning. But I want to focus on my new love, and that is uh, Uncle Carrie's Rapey Time <laughs> okay. Story Hour. Because <laughs> uh, I think can, this is the evolution yeah, of can, your career. Can the I quickly interrupt? Because I can, I can already tell you what's in Lee's stomach. What? Blueberries. Blueberries! I still want a picture of me riding a blueberry in his stomach. <laughs> anyway. You so know, I, I eat blueberries with my oatmeal every um, morning. By, by the way, uh, I'll, let me give credit to the person who's worked. Carrie is about to read. Please do. He, uh, is, my, he my, is my new favorite writer. My good friend and former Kansas City Star video reviewer, Jason Aaron. Jason, you are a sick, sick man. Don't yeah, listen I'm to him. I'm proud to have served him at Burt's Don't so, listen to him. You are a genius. So is it is it the kingpin raping or getting raped in this issue? Or is they it somebody new? Don't let, don't, no, no, don't tell. No, this is uh, the Punisher Max is the title. It's a, it's an adults only uh, uh, title, and this is the second story arc. The yeah. first story arc was the Kingpin, like the, the, the rise of the Kingpin, like Kingpin begins is what we referred to it as. Yes, but, uh, Kingpin but, raping his way to infamy, and he was no getting raped. getting raped, getting in. raped, yeah. and uh, and so now Jason Aaron is bringing Bullseye into it. Bullseye, who is a and and I'm going to say this, uh, Frank Miller. You may have created the character, but Jason Aaron has made him interesting. Yeah, agreed. A character that has been around for a very long time. Colin Farrell made him interesting. Jason Aaron has finally made him interesting. He is no longer a circus performer who throws cards and pins in people's eyes. No, he is an assassin. You know, Kevin Smith made him cool, too. Yeah. A little bit, little but, bit. But not to this degree. Not yeah. to this degree. Can I introduce it? Sure. Well, let me let me give the the plot set up here. What has happened is is that the kingpin has hired Bullseye to kill the Punisher. Yep. Because the Punisher is a problem. Yeah. And uh, is he ever- and, and, and in the in the in the in the earlier storyline, he had sent an an Amish assassin after Frank Castle, <laughs> which was great. And, and Frank dropped a safe on his head. <laughs> it was great. Really good. Well, now Bullseye, in order to effectively kill someone, he feels he has to become them. So he has been. Sleeping nude on one of Frank's old mattresses and in his safe some of his energies, and so he has now decided that in order to really understand Frank Castle, he has to be Frank Castle, starting at the beginning. So he has taken hostage a woman and two children, <laughs> just well, like Frank had. Just like Frank had, he killed killed the father, and is 
taken over this family in a nice suburban area. And so the pictures are Bullseye wearing a bathrobe, making breakfast. <laughs> are you ready? The stage hey, kids. Is set. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, kids, get on your jammies. It's time for un- <laughs> Uncle Gary's Rapey Time Story, sponsored by Ajax. Here's your host. <laughs> 20 Mule Team Borax. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Uncle Gary. It was for you, Scott. I, I thought you'd you and Ronald Reagan, eh? Thank you, right? All right, so Bullseye making breakfast. <clears throat> Once upon a time, Frank Castle was a family man. He had a wife and two kids, a nice home in the suburbs, a quiet, happy life. It looked for all the world like he'd simply grow old and get fat and bounce his grandkids on his knee. But then one day, he took his family to the park, and they just happened to get caught in the middle of a mob shootout. They got gunned down, the whole family, everyone but Frank. And that's when Frank flipped the switch inside of him, that he turned into the Punisher. Now, what I'm trying to do is get inside his head so I can... That's the sound of a gagged person, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Sorry, dear, what was that? Oh, you're right. I shouldn't talk about work over breakfast. So, sorry. I'm new to this whole family thing, you know. I must say, though, I'm really starting to like it. I never saw myself as much of a settled-down, wife-and-two-kids sort of guy, but this is not a bad life. For one thing, the sex is really good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry, dear, you're right. Not in front of the kids. You kids, man, I gotta say, I now see what all the fuss is about with you guys. I really do. Watching you two cry yourselves to sleep last night, it really hit me. Life is precious. We've got to live every day like it's our last, because you never know. It might just be. That's why I've got such a big day planned for us all. So come on, gang, eat up. You're gonna need your energy. Who's ready for a day at the park? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy son of a bitch. That. <laughs> he is. Uh, Jason Aaron, you are evil, and I love you. This yeah, is, this is so great. And, of course, Bullseye takes the kids to the park. Well, here, I haven't read it yet. So where, they're, it, where they're still tied up. and Yep. And, and they're all sitting on a pic, pic, picnic blanket together. Yep. Does he get them gun? Does he get you him, to say. Does is he that get my copy down? that I get to take home? Yep. He, uh, he hires someone to... Hey, there's sex in that comic. There is. There's naked boobies in that comic. Uh, yes, Mrs. Wilson Fisk, uh, after uh, having sex with her husband, tries to shoot him in the head. It's just a great <laughs> little book. Um, just and like in he, real life. You mean she gets fisked? She gets fisked. She gets oh. fisked. Oh. Come on, up here, buddy. Up here. That was. <laughs> oh. That was all right. And, and by the way, Jason, not everything he writes is... No, like everything he writes is good. Yeah. Actually, a- I mean, a- astonishing Spider-Man, Wolverine. Yeah, he's he, not just writing adults. He, yeah, he's he's writing the that Wol- Wolverine, Wolverine storyline with, with Deathlock in it. That's been oh. pretty good. Yeah, and he also writes Scalped from uh, from DC Vertigo, which should be an HBO series, as uh, far as I'm concerned. Yes. Oh, oh, who? Hmm? Do, you, do you have the news about who said he wants to take on Preacher? I do have that. Yes. Would Thank you, God. Because like, well, um, we're talking about adult comics. Yeah, because that's what – I read this the other day and got real excited. I don't give a shit because it should never be made into anything but the comic book. This is. guy could do I'm it. Sorry. No, he could not. He could. He could not. He could. Well, okay. Um, Joe Carnahan. Yes. Uh, who is uh, the director of A-Team? Da, da, and Kiss da, Kiss Bang Bang. Da, 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 da. Nope. Nope. No? No. Nope. Smoke and Aces. Uh, Smoke and Aces. Which is my second favorite movie. And Narc. Um, he has been talking about what superhero types that he would like to do. And he says, first of all, Preacher. 
he wants to do this. Now, can't, for those who don't know. Can't be filmed. It is, a, I don't know. I, I love the idea. It's a modern-day biblical western based on a Garth Ennis series. Uh, yes, been, it, in, been in development for a while. And drawn by Steve Dillon, who also draws Punisher Max. My favorite comic book series of all time. Follows the Reverend Jesse Custer, who, uh, possessed by the godlike offspring of an angel and a demon, has some special abilities. His ass-kicking girlfriend, Tulip, and their amoral vampire compadre, Cassidy. Cassidy. They're on the trail of God who has gone missing. Yep. They, they want to call God into to have some words with them. Yes. Uh, it'll be watered down. Yep. It will be... Uh, not uh, there's so much stuff that there's no way that they can put it in and have it be true to the comic book and still get uh, distribution. Now, would Car- you, there's just no way. Carnahan? Would you rather see it as a film or like a, like you said in the HBO series? I'd rather just if, leave it as but it is. Th- it's probably not going to happen. The, the, the Hollywood is snatching up every comic book that they can grab their hands on. Have you ever read it? No, I haven't. Do you have all the collected? Yep. You should let Jimmy read these. Carnahan, I think and Carnahan. You'll, and you'll see why I'm like, this is... But it's going, it's going back to to the conversation we had before. It doesn't matter if it's on film; they're going to do it. Okay, if if it, how's, how's a team? <laughs> the two movie critics we got here. How's a team going to do this weekend? Sure, but I'm drunk, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, time traveling it didn't it, do great. Yeah, it's not going to make not, it's not going to make back its production. Yeah. Seriously, it's the, theatrical. You don't think so? You don't think all those yeah no, aren't going to no, run No, it's not. If the it, it, it already is. It not. won't, and it's sad because it's actually a really, really fun movie. Yeah, but it's not. So, no, that's too bad because I was thinking if that was a hit, then Carnahan could use that as leverage to get creature made the way he wants to make it. I'm glad he won't get it because because I mean, if we got if we got Spartacus and we got True Blood, those are both really gutty gutsy movies. But they don't have the religious content. Well, they don't have the contemporary religious, yeah. Well, and that's and that's why uh, that series that I enjoy so much, the, the modern Jesus one. God, what's oh, um, American Jesus, American the, Jesus, the which, Mark Miller thing. Uh, that seems to me less likely than Preacher. I think you could get away with Preacher. I, I really do. I think you could do it either as an HBO series, probably I not just, as a movie. I think it would be work. It would work as an HBO. And series. They were talking about that better. for a while. Yeah. I just don't why because they'd have to walk. They would have to water it down. There's no way that there's going to be some guy at any point. I don't care if it's an HBO series or if it's like in the third sequel or whatever. You're never going to meet the meat man who is fucking a giant lady made of, of meat. meat. Yep. He it's not going to happen. Well, you're not going to meet the no. retarded. I'm sorry. You're not going to meet the well, giant, fat, retarded son of Jesus. But here's the thing, though. Not everything is conveyed on in, in a well, comic yeah. book that you can take to a thing. You could hint at it. You can show it in like the back of him closing the door, walking into a you know, bedroom or something like that. You don't have to show a guy fucking well, and meat look, pile. But look but, at what they're doing with Spartacus. I mean, I really do think that you could do it and get away with it. Uh, you just have that. You'd have to have the right team. I think in the current. Uh, Climate of, yep. of, well, of, of well, religious, well, of, of religious well, craziness. I don't know that There's you're no right. Way. You realize that Comedy Central is doing an animated show I, about Jesus. I have that story yeah. right yeah. here. But, well, <laughs> well, well, actually, let let me say why Preacher ain't going to happen. Because Kick-Ass made $45 million oh, in its theatrical go. run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That is why it's not going to happen. Kick-Ass really wasn't all that great. I hate to be the person to say that, but it wasn't that great. It was cool, but... I disagree. But really? Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't have that moment where where I was I was entertained. Sure, yeah. but it's well, not anything now, I'm going to watch again. Now yeah. I've got two stories of uh, out, uh, allegedly outraged uh, people here. Okay. Here's the I, first one, and, and Mr. Pierce, one. Mr. Pierce knows about this. I'm sure. Uh, religious supergroup has already decided. I mean, this thing hasn't even gone into production yet, and they already want it 
end this series. Oh, they already won. It's uh, it's a Comedy Central animated project about Jesus Christ. Uh, Brent Bozell and Tony Perkins and all these family research council people <laughs> and Michael Medved and all these people that I hate have put together a group called Citizens Against Religious Bigotry or CARB. <laughs> But I'm on the, act- the Atkins diet. I can't be. In aren't that group. we supposed to hate carbs? I yes, carbs Not, are bad. I love them on a bong. So here's the show. Uh, it's called JC. It is in development. Uh, a show about Jesus trying to live as a regular guy in New York and wanting to escape the shadow of his powerful but apathetic father. This Could sounds be funny. funny. Uh, Comedy Central having recently uh, the reason that it's it's a a controversy mm-hmm. is because Comedy Central. Did edit Muhammad out of South Park. the South Park mm-hmm. episode. That's why this group is upset. It's because you know you'll do it to Muhammad, but yeah. now you're doing this to our guy, and that just doesn't seem right. Maybe yeah. if Seventh Day Adventists start threatening to kill people who use images of Christ, people will start censoring this. Yep. That's part yeah. of the big problem, really. Is that? Uh, I mean, are we going to go out and kill the people who made Lucy daughter of the devil because the daughter of the devil was dating a hip hop DJ named Jesus? Oh, I love that show. Yeah. I did. I, I it was a funny, the, funny show. Great. Well, you know, the problem is, I'm not sure that I think this is a great idea, but I just really hate it when people tell me, you know, start protesting things they haven't seen. You know, well, yeah, but yeah. that happens every day. Well, I, yeah, I, I know. I guess with this, you don't really have to see it to get what's going to happen. Like but I protest I, the whole time. Uh, according to Jim, was on. I protested. It. I know. I before came out, snotty things about it for like eight years, and it finally went <laughs> away. Sitting outside Jim Belushi's house. Don't no do it. No more Jim. But you know, no you, more Jim. <laughs> after all these years, I'm. Rel- I, it isn't that often that I'm astonished by people's reactions to things that I write. But I wrote a column about the dumb girl Brittany on Glee and, you know, with a lot of the dumb things she said. And I got someone who was just horribly offended because I had used, as they did on the show, her inability to know her left hand from her right hand as an example of her not being smart. That's the character. Don't I know that dyslexic people (laughs) might not know their left from their right? And it was offensive. You're like, well, you know what? They can't read the paper either. So they weren't offended. Well, my response was... You read the I'm Koran because conf- it goes the other way. My response was, I'm confused. You're kidding, right? <laughs> but, well, here's, here's what the, uh, the religious group is saying. And Bozell is an ass. Sorry. Yes. Oh, he's they, he's all a hypocrite. Guys, all of these guys are. And add Michael Medved to that list. Yeah. I bet yes. they all have uh, either... Uh, like they, they all have... Every one of these affairs. guys... Every one of these guys is affiliated with a group. Well, except for Michael Medved. I don't know. Uh, that... Has had some sort of bad stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got the Family Research Council, you've got, uh, you know, the Parents Television Council, all these guys. Anyway, here's what they had to say. To be fair, he does work graveyards. He does. Uh, Well, I thought it was. I thought he was doing his ode to another panelist. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had any sandwiches yet. (laughs) So, uh, so here's what uh, my teeth hurt. Here's what you look really tan. (laughs) Here's what Brent Bozell had to say. After we reveal the vile and offensive nature of Comedy Central's previous characterizations of Jesus Christ and God the Father, we expect advertisers to agree wholeheartedly to end their advertising and discontinue their support for unabashed anti-Christian discrimination. 
Why should they be supporting a business that makes a habit of attacking Christianity? I am going to go back to sleep now. A formal policy to censor <laughs> anything considered offensive to the followers of Islam. This double standard is pure bigotry, one of which advertisers should quickly shy away. I think just uh, Trojan and Planned Parenthood and beer. <laughs> but this is the thing is that this guy seems to think that a cartoon mm-hmm. is going to make people stop believing in Jesus. See, yeah, and we're definitely seeing a lot of prejudice against white uh Christians in this country. Well, they have it hard. Yeah. Don't you know? I was well, going to say that. That'll get me know, in trouble. After... But I'm tired of hearing the people who are doing most of the hating are the ones who are now telling us that they're the victims. Yep. Yeah. And they're is, he the telling, ones... is he telling me that God's my father? I thought my, my father's a guy named Mike who likes to play guitar. <sighs> they're trying to say that you know they're being discriminated against when they're the ones who are trying to impose their values on the rest exactly. of us. Exactly. And I'm not saying that, oh, I don't. I better stop. No, it's, don't. No, you're doing good. Great. You're doing good. Uh, but, well, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy to me that, uh, that, that they think, I mean, is their God so fragile that he can't stand up to a little ribbing? Apparently. Cle- clearly Muhammad is. <laughs> right. I thought your guy was better than yeah. the other guy. I think he can take a joke. Well, there's the, our whole... Well, Muhammad's just a prophet, though. It's the same well, guy. everything's got weird, and, and, and it's the same kind of thing. And I mean, it's kind of not the, like on the religious topic, but, you know, I just finished out my um, teaching assistant job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the end of the school year, and one of the things we decided to do is we were going to take the kids uh, to the park, right? They'd done all their testing and stuff. We're going to mm-hmm. just, you guys need to go uh, run around in the park. And um, we're, the school I worked at was, I would say, 85% Hispanic, okay? And we're walking back, and keep in mind, I am walking with sixth graders, 11 and 12-year-old kids, okay? And we're walking back to school that day, and we walk by this lady's house, okay? And from out of her window, she yells, and thank God I'm the only person that heard it, right? You should be teaching those kids English, not taking them off school grounds, you know. I would have just gone into her house and beat her with well, a pipe. Dude, I was Mr. B at that point. Yeah. And I had to walk the kids home, mm-hmm. walk the kids back to school, uh, punch out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I rode my bike back over there mm-hmm. and had some choice words outside of her window that she could hear. But I'm just like, where the fuck do you get off, lady? Yeah. Who are you? I've been working with these goddamn kids all year. Okay, and I've seen these kids, uh, you know, struggling to learn English. Okay, they weren't born here. A and messed it's like, up trade language. And just for with. you to sit in there, and you could probably barely speak English. Tell me what an adjective is, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's like, just to have the nerve, and two 12-year-old well, kids. But I could, you know, going with what we were talking about, and you've taken it there, I could say she has the freedom of speech. She does. Which is what right. I'm saying about would, Comedy Central. I would also right. like... Because I, I that's where this. we were going, and I... No, yeah. So, is that where you were taking it? Well, yeah. Well, I'm just... I just don't understand this this weird climate where we're talking about, like, uh, what, what he was saying. The, the, the people that are in charge or the people that are have yeah. everything are like... The haves. Everything's bad for us now, and it's just okay to impose... Your views on anybody, no matter what they think or how they're going to feel about it. Well, just... then I would suggest to you that you would get rid of the FCC because I have a story here 
the people who are trying to... The world would be a better place without the FCC. I agree. The FCC was a board that was originally designed to license radio stations, not follow content. Why is the FCC following content on cable channels anyway? Because the FCC is only there to make sure that the people who own the airwaves of the United States are not being violated. The people don't own the cable. I guess that some Fox affiliates are still on broadcast. Uh, I guess that's why. So this is about American Dad. There is no broadcast anymore. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Okay, this is, uh, I found this uh, very interesting. Uh, American Dad is in trouble for a horse ejaculation scene. Uh, by who? The horse lobby? Um, PETA? Sarah Jessica Parker and her <laughs> team of horses. She was we'll upset that she wasn't there. I will get <laughs> she ejac- now, Sarah Jessica Parker ejaculating. They wanted another Parker. <laughs> Sarah, how do you feel about it? good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Good girl. Me, Good. Put me in a bad light. Uh, let's see. You want a carrot? Uh, here it is. Uh, the lead character is is Sam Smith. And yeah. this is a show I watch. I know Pierce doesn't. Um I love, I love the show. No, I think it's getting <laughs> so I good. Horrid. I think I think it's funny. He's uh, oh, by the way, the Cleveland show's been renewed. Just so you know, that show sucks because uh, there isn't enough crap on TV. Uh, so here's it starts with him talking to his car about how much he loves his car. Does it talk bad? I'm going to take you to make out point and tongue your gas hole. <laughs> Shortly after, another character rode the horse through a sharp turn on the corner of Popper Lane and Cherry Street. Okay. Street names, you know. Mm-hmm. Popper Cherry? I get it. S- scene wasn't finished. Ha-ha. Next one, the characters <laughs> ask for help with horse chores. And he explained what you had to do. You have to brush the horse's coat and mane, water and feed it, and then give it a full release. You know, give it a happy photo finish. Take the glue out of the factory. Spank his front butt. Grant him a bone loan. Shortly after the character made awkward small talk with the horse in a garage, before ducking under the animal, he said, Do me a favor and let me know when you're about to, you know, the scene then cut away to a shot of the man being sprayed on the face, pulled back to show it was spray from a water hose, presumably after some time had elapsed. And the FCC wants to find them for that. What do you think? The FCC wanted to find me once for doing a story about someone who found a 50-gallon drum of bull semen. <laughs> it was a legitimate news story in Arkansas, and they still wanted to find us for mentioning bull semen on well, the air. See, so the FCC is any... out of their fucking mind. Yeah. Is uh, Reagan's kid still running? Was it was it Reagan's no, kid? No, it was. That was, it was uh, it's a uh, Colin Powell. Colin Powell's kid. That's um, right. Here's the thing. Uh, that's not gonna. Uh, no kids are gonna understand that. No. But you know how the FCC well, you know how the FCC determines this though it's not it's not what is considered indecent by general standards nationally you can get an FCC fine if your community in other words Utah mm-hmm. finds something offensive when Dr. Laura went on TV I mm-hmm. Keep, attacked I, the people who were trying to keep her off the exactly. air because although I had no interest, and I thought her show sucked. Exactly. I think that 
you know, it, it amounts to prior restraint. You don't know how many petitions are handed to me mm-hmm. to get Sean Hannity off the air here, and I throw them back at people and say, no, it's free speech. Right. Yep. And, and but, you know, let, let him, I mean, let him I think, himself, right? yeah. I think Jerry Springer sucks, but if there weren't people out, see, this is the other thing that bothers me, is that people will say, well, how's that on the air? And it's like, if there weren't enough people watching, watching it, it, wouldn't be. it would go away. And if you don't like it, don't watch it. And, yeah. the, it's that and, simple. and don't let your kids watch it. It is a parenting thing. Yeah. It's a V. Yep. The V chip is easy to use. I've seen. Yep. I get in trouble for that too because, I mean, I've talked to any number of kids through the years who come in and I say, "What do you watch on TV?" And in a group of four or five, even they will mention something that is clearly inappropriate for kids yeah. their age. Mm-hmm. And it's I watch because True parent, Blood. It's because parents are not doing their job. I've, yeah. And I'm, oh. I'm, I, I'm only bringing this up because my, my son went through public school for the first time this last year at the age of 13, going on 14. That's right. And he's, he's gotten a little bit of grief from some of the kids in his class for not being allowed to watch movies like 300 or never having seen an episode of South Park. How dare you be responsible? Yeah, and, and so, you know, I've started sitting down and watching movies with him that are, are rated horror movies and whatnot just because as a parent i feel like it's my responsibility to sit down and and introduce them to movies that i love but watch them with them so that we can talk about them or whatever else but yeah i thought it was hysterical that that one of the kids in his class was saying well i've been watching south park since i was three yeah like Mm -hmm. how how would you i mean i'm not going to slam anybody for letting their kids watch south park but at the same time that's not a kid's show i don't care if it's a cartoon and it's a show that i like it's a show i love yeah understand it i remember when we went and saw uh, South Park, uh, the South Park movie. Bigger, longer. Than yeah. How many kids were in that audience? They, like, and the, parents saw the ad for it on TV and go, oh, it's a cartoon. I could bring my kids. That's the yeah. thing. That's the yeah. problem. And I was in there, and there were seriously uh, at least one or two moms with little kids in there, right? I had the same and, thing at the South Park and movie. And as soon as uh, the Uncle Fucker song came on, <laughs> they were like, oh! And seriously grabbed their kids and walked well, out. I would but you know, you're not going to slam parents, but I am. Parents are not doing their I'll jobs. I'll slam them. And, I'll slam them right now. As and them five minutes ago. Kids. But they but, haven't been but, doing I their mean, jobs I'm not for saying, a long time. I'm not saying that the, the programmers are not responsible as well. Because this happened years and years ago. I can't even remember how many years ago. But, you know, Comedy Central said, oh, we don't market South Park to children. Yeah. To which my response is, who's buying those plush toys? Well, they also said they were never going to make well, toys, and they were in yeah. the stores when they but said I that. But will, I will make uh, this, this argument uh, as far as that goes. Um, I've always said, I will defend the Second Amendment as long as you guys defend the First Amendment as strongly. There you go. Kids... Have access to guns. Yep. But parents keep them away. Well, and what are right. we defending it's in the, the same sec- thing? What yeah. are we defending in the right to keep and bear arms? Because we keep forgetting that it's in order to keep a well-armed militia. That's another yeah. argument. It's so messed up because I know so many if, kids have seen the yes. Saw movies. If parents oh, yeah. are so good at keeping guns away from kids, it's just as easy to keep dangerous ideas away from your kids, too. It well, can it isn't. Happen. You know what? It or doesn't even have to be dangerous. I, Jeff and I have both run into this. People think that if a show is not appropriate for all ages, there's something wrong with the show. And I strongly disagree with that. And it doesn't even have to be something that has, I don't know what the word you want, you know, adult content. There, there's things that kids shouldn't watch just because they're not, you know. I thought Spartacus I kicked every kind of ass, but I didn't. My wife right. didn't like it. You I wouldn't show it, ever show it to my kids. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't show it in history class to your sixth graders. No, right? exactly. Um, this seventh is, graders. And, let, let me just tell you what's really super crazy. So we've got all these kids like at home. They're watching South Park and they're watching this. They're watching that, right? Mm-hmm. But um, even if a movie is actually has um, educational value. 
in most school districts, you cannot show a PG-13 movie. You can't yeah. even show that, a PG movie. That, that's just here, though, right? What was, no. Scott, Jeff, we can you help me? We watch that kind of stuff in Georgia all the time. Can you help me with this? What was the, uh, what was the Romeo and Juliet that was made in 69, 70? Yeah. Franco, Franco, Franco yeah. Zeffirilli. Right. And well, I remember, that's the first time I saw titties. I rem- <laughs> yeah, I remember it, it, you and I went to the same high school. My 10th my grade uh, English teacher was actually put on probation for showing that movie, yeah. which oh. was considered oh. one of the best yeah. versions of Romeo and Juliet just because there's a bare nipple. No, Scott, Scott is right. That it, it has gotten worse. We've actually gone... We've and we're not, and, and it isn't We've just de-evolved. here. I mean, I grew up in New York, and and my dad was on the school board there for years, and they had to fight off an effort to throw books out of the library, like Mark Twain and I, stuff right. like that. I learned all about King Arthur when my history teacher showed us the Holy Grail, Monty Python. Oh my! Which is actually Seriously. more faithful than just about. <laughs> well, he would go through it, and he would stop the tape. And say, you know, when when the religious guys are hitting their head, he would stop the tape. And That's go, a flagellant. Let's talk about that. Well, no, and, and he would break it down for five or ten minutes, and then we'd start the movie again. What a great way to teach. That's you know? called, and you know what that's called? What? I'm sorry, I'm flaunting my education again. But that's called engaging your students, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you've got says. your students, you've got your students on a hook, mm-hmm. okay? And they're, they're watching it, they're having a good time, learning should be fun, right? Mm-hmm. And you're pausing it, and you're expanding on it. And it's just like... That's the way it needs to be done. That's like right? my sixth grade teacher who got in trouble for teaching his his class that was failing D and D to get him into history and to get him into researching stuff. He taught well, him D and D, and they got and he got in trouble for it. Yeah. And it's just like what the you, hell? If you use role playing properly in a class, yes. you could teach writing. Yeah, you could teach art. You a could love teach, of history. Yeah. You could teach history, you geography, could teach math. Yeah, cartography, Jesus Christ, percentages. Yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. It's and, all right there. Well, I mean, and and again, it will never happen because of groups like the parents. But this isn't counts. new. I remember my dad taking me to see RoboCop when I was sixteen, and there were probably and when was that eighty six, eighty seven that RoboCop came out? Mm-hmm. Probably fifteen kids under the age of ten in that movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad's sitting there, and and this lady's kid started screaming when uh, uh, was it Ray Wise when his characters uh, character started melting? Yeah. Yep. And he's the kid starts screaming because he's nine and he's watching a guy <laughs> melting on a movie screen. And my dad turns around and says, Jesus Christ, lady, take your kid out of the fucking theater. You're going to give him nightmares. And the lady's like, don't and, talk to me. And by then, it was like 10 minutes left don't in the movie. Yeah. 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 And this is a kid who had yeah. already sat through Peter Weller getting his arms and legs blown off. Yeah. Man, I, I still that. remember that. Jeff, don't, don't Jeff, you tell the, me how to raise my kids. Of the movies yeah. you go to, how many, you know, what percentage are there kids who should not be in that? You know? oh, in the, oh, in the pre-screenings? Yeah, in anything. In any <laughs> oh, it, I, I, I would say that of the R-rated movies that they pre-screened for us there's a kid in probably 85 to 90 percent of them yeah and who's taking their kid to see my bloody valentine a hobo it's called a fucking no and this is what this was making me mad everybody's like well you don't know how busy it is to have a kid well it's called a fucking babysitter sweetheart uh guess what i do i've got two of them great and that argument holds no water at all because if you just went into it thinking i wonder what it would look like if we had one that's stupid you need to think about i mean you thought about what color to paint the room before he came which takes me right something to think about which takes me right back Back to my greatest argument about society in general. Why is it that we need a license and training to drive a car, but any fucking hillbilly can have a kid? Yeah. 
Keanu so, Reeves said yeah, it best. Are right. God that, told but us. That, but that you don't know how hard it is argument holds no water. No, because you don't no. have to have the internet in your house. Yeah. You can have the V-chip enabled. You don't yep. even have to have cable TV. It's yeah. still yep. broadcast. Uh, guess yeah. what? I don't have the V-chip enabled. I do have internet and I do have cable. Yeah. My kids don't watch South exactly. Park. Nothing. They don't watch these shows because I know what the fuck they're doing all the time. Exactly. Right. Nothing infuriates me more when you go to a movie on Friday night and it's an R-rated movie and someone comes walking in with their fucking kid mm-hmm. or bringing in their baby carriage. And yep. I'm like... Really? That's what you decided to do tonight? When, Fuck up well, my the, night? The other, the other analogy that dawns on me is I've heard people who say they just can't get their kids to stay in the car seat. <laughs> I, honest yeah, to God. Exactly. It's and got my buckles. Kids, oh. My kids, I've heard. you know, I... You I can't ha- get I have- a fucking six-year-old to do something? I, I mean... Yeah, wait till I they're had, 16. I had, I had one who used to try to yeah. crawl out, but it's like... I would stop the car and make yeah. him get yeah. back in the damn yeah. seat. My mom just hits the brakes oh, and I go over you the guys, seat. You guys, you have no idea how... <laughs> no, if you can't discipline a six-year-old, imagine what it's going to no. be like trying to discipline a 16-year-old. As somebody working fucked. in elementary school, you hear that all the time. <laughs> well, I just I just can't get him to go to bed at nine o'clock. I, see, I did that, I did that with the first really? kid. I will say, uh, my I should have listened to my mother who said, put her in the room and let her cry herself to sleep. Exactly. But, this, this one killed me a couple you know, weeks back. Uh, one of the moms <laughs> at the school that my kids go to said, how do you keep your kids from texting too much? I was like, they don't Take have cell phones. phones. Right. <laughs> so, like, what do you mean? Goddamn they elementary school kids, they don't need a cell phone. Yeah. So, 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 seriously, your kids don't have cell phones? I was like, uh, I've got a 9-year-old and a 13-year-old. Until they can pay for the fucking phones, they're not going to have them. Yeah. Or if you, have your, if you want your kids to have a phone so that they can call you in case of emergency, there are phone programs available that have no texting yeah. and can dial three numbers. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, easy to do. It, no, it, it is amazing. It's like, uh, I can't uh, even... Uh, All right. Talk He's shit so angry. Anyway. I don't want to talk shit on teachers, but it's well, like, I've been working with the sixth grade, right, uh, this whole year, and even teachers are afraid of, like, the 12-year-olds. Okay. And I'm like, really? They're 12. Twelve-year-olds are scary, but seriously, but, again, but they're still you, kids. They're still kids. You know, you shouldn't be having them. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people should be having kids. In, Unfortunately, the, the people you know, that are having kids are the ones that shouldn't be. Yes, yeah, but remember, <laughs> when you have a kid, it's eighteen years of running interference. No, it's more like forty. It is. As I know, my mom just disowned me this week, and uh, it's because yeah. I'm not a very responsible. Oh, it, is a, it is a job that happens every minute that you are awake. Yeah. Oh, and, and sorry, um, you don't get to do some stuff anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, like, I go to R-rated. Movies. I won't go through the whole story, but a number of years ago, I was at a, a school meeting because I was the head of this stupid committee, and there were. What it came down to was, I decided that for my kid to get what they needed, I was going to have to drive her back and forth to another school, mm-hmm. and this was what other people. And honest to God, this one mother said to me. But that's inconvenient. And I, my response, which did not endear myself, was having children is inconvenient. Yes, it is. And on that note, yeah. after these, these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see Dave. Get a hold. What is a hold? I can tell you what a hold is. That means that uh, Dave will get all of the comic book titles and toys and stuff that you want, and you don't have to be there. When they arrive and fight all the other geeks for them, you can say, I want Punisher Max, I want Spider-Man, and he'll get them for you and hang on to them as long as you need. All right? That's a hold. A lot of comics place charge for that service. It's free at Dr. Volt's, 2043 East, 3300 South. 
I get a lot of email here at Geek Show about, uh, what comic book should I get started with? Don't ask me. Go in and talk to the guys. Jeremiah and all those guys at uh, Dr. Volts will help you get started down the path to what will be definitely a habit that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South. Go and see them. Get a hold. Say hi to Dave and tell him Geek Show says hey. Hey, this is now the computer girl from PC Laptops. It's our ultra mega super deluxe crazy 2010 final spring blowout sale. We have hundreds and thousands of bucks of super kick booty computers. We got demos, scratch and dents, discontinued, strange colored, and clearance models for up to 50% off the original prices. All PC Laptops brand clearance models come with our exclusive PC Laptops lifetime service guarantee. So you know you're covered. Sweet, isn't it? Got an old computer that runs like your big brother? Threw it off the roof? No problem, I will buy it from you. And we'll transfer all your pictures and stuff to your new PC Laptops computer for free. We have special financing on these for as low well as $50 a month. Oh, I see. Have I lost my little mind? Please visit any of our nine locations right now. Or call us at one 596 save Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. Flip out. Utah, Facebook, iPhone, iPad, and Android app developers. Visit us online at flipapps.com. That's F L I P P apps.com. Hello, I'm William Shatner, and I'm a shaman. I'm a conduit of the ancient forces of nature. You're no doubt wondering hey, Shatner, how do I hurl bolts of lightning? Simple. Get World of Warcraft, dog. You can be anyone you want. I'm William Shatner, and I'm a shaman. What's your game? The Star Trek Super Phaser 2 target game. Uses one 9-volt and two pen light batteries. Not included. It signals when you hit the target reflector badge. You can hang the target almost anywhere. Flash the phaser. It's a silent beam of light that signals when you score a hit on the target. You missed! I hit it! I hit the target! The Star Trek Super Phaser 2 target game includes phaser and target reflector badge from Mego. And we're back. And uh, Shannon during, exploded again. During the commercial break. <laughs> during the commercial he break. He was so we mad were, at me. We were all sharing stories about where we saw our first inappropriate material. Porn, titties, whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, my mom's going to sound so awful. Oh, <laughs> Zelda so will be horrified. I want us to go around because we don't think, and, and this is going to come back to you, Zach, so pay attention. I don't think that, that these kids today... Have the same experiences that we did. Well, because it's they, so they, much they, they, easier they, to find. They, they, it's so they, they don't. I because the joke I made was mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'm not so bad with kids looking at porn because maybe they won't be getting their schoolmates pregnant their, their that way if, if, pregnant. if they're just jacking it at home, mm-hmm. which was sort of kidding. But <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> only sort of. Yeah, only uh, sort of. So so Jeff Ice, where was the first your first experience finding that kind of thing? Up Payson Canyon. I. Remember the image of Opie <laughs> in, in, in Andy Griffith walking with the fishing pole over his shoulder? I was walking up the canyon. I was going fishing in the creek. And he caught some porn. I did. And then... I am not making that up. <laughs> I I was casting back, and I snagged something. I'm like, what the hell? There are... <sighs> so you cast back, caught a magazine. Yep. Pulled a page off. And there it was. Yep, boobies. Boobies. Airbrushed boobies. Like, like magic, just out of the sky. Yeah. 
and I was obsessed after like that. Like Thor's hammer. Like, yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just dropped. Yep. <laughs> Lee George Cade, you're first. Uh, my mom's boyfriend, when I was four years old, had a stash of uh, Hustler and Penthouse magazines. Four. Four. And my mom read them regularly. She thought they were hysterical. And so, especially the penthouse letters. Oh, they're, which, they're oh God, those Which have been notorious since the early 70s. So I remember sitting there talking to my mom. And, of course, this is the early 70s. I was born in 1969. Uh, crazy hippie mom. So she didn't seem to have a problem uh, reading the adult. born when? 1969. Oh. So she didn't seem to have a problem <laughs> with me being around while she was thumbing through her boyfriend's titty magazines. So hippies. That my mom my mom took it's to canyons where there's a lot of skinny dipping going on, so it was always around. But hippies. porn, seventy three. But everything was covered in hair there. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, they and all, there's nothing like looking they, they, at a woman with a D cup and gigantic they all, hairy nipples. They all uh, they all wore a hairy underpants. I, I really, really, really hate that. I the hairy underpants? Yes. I please I love the trend of women shaving. I just think that's a wonderful thing. All right. Uh, Grandma wore a hairy underpants. Frank I don't care. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy Martin. Oh, I just don't, know, I don't want to have to go on the expedition to find it. First porn. First porn, it was actually behind in Georgia, uh, behind a Kmart. You say behind a Kmart in Georgia, and yeah. that usually conjures up other things. Yeah. Mm. It's it actually a trails back to our, through our neighborhoods and whatnot. And uh, we found a stack of about... 17 magazines and someone lost their collection basically and there were three VHS tapes and me and three friends or me and two other friends were there so we each got a tape so you got was, mags and tape. It was great. It was a great uh, that, it was that, like, that doesn't sound these... like it was lost. It sounded like somebody had to throw it out. And yeah. Someone's were, parents found it Were these uh, story tapes? No, mine was called the slurping gag. Oh. <laughs> See my my hold first it, hold it. the slurping gag the slurp and gag the slurp no actually no no gag. sorry in in slurp and gag slurp oh like a fast yeah. food and so, the best scene about it oh my god I can't believe I'm talking about. we talked about this not too long the slurp and gag this. here it goes I hear this. best facial shot I've ever seen on a porn star oh. is that he's about to go and she goes wait a second and she puts on her sunglasses and it's got little windshield wipers on it <laughs> and he lets it rip and they go. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> okay, so this is in the 90s. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it was the 80s. It was 80s. Because my first VHS porn was something called I Like to Watch, and it actually had a story <laughs> to it. Watch. And it was that Swedish porn star in the early 80s. Oh. Harry uh, Underpants and No, no, no. I mean, yeah, she, 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 was, wearing, she was wearing the... <laughs> she was wearing blonde underpants, but... Oh, uh, I can't remember her name. All right. She was a huge star. But real fast, the other medium is um, back when they used to have the the Playboy channel. I don't know if they still have that anymore or not. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. But remember, you could go on there and it'd all be scrambled like yeah. that. Yeah. And it would squeeze for a second. <laughs> Ooh, tit! Don't call it! <laughs> well, you'd yeah. squint. You'd yeah. squint and it would kind of look like. See. Is that an elbow? <laughs> God, that was my honeymoon. That's right. <laughs> 14 hours of the Spice Channel scrambled. Spice Channel, too. Yep. 98, 99. Those the channel he, numbers. He's got them now. Scott Pierce. It was on a porn. cave wall. He's never seen. No, I think it was. French postcards. <laughs> oh my God! You're not talking about. Oh, no, I made about. that up. Oh, okay. Jesus <laughs> you God! They're all the. They're all the Yes. <laughs> 
had Isaac and say, I snuck into a Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those ankles. I, never, I saw I, these great, great pictures from Toulouse Lautrec. What is this porn you speak of? I've it's never a seen it. Sexy lady who showed us her knees. Ooh. <laughs> I, I remember there was a Playboy in the Woods at Boy Scout camps. Playboy in the in woods. woods. In the woods. Always in the woods. Okay, so and Shannon. There was a. Uh, <laughs> in the woods. How did they grow there? I have a confession. This Porn. is how it winds up in the woods after I'm done with the Playboy. <laughs> I, 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 I take window. a drive and I just throw it out. <laughs> you're like, you're like canceling, canceling you, Gretel going through the uh, years. Seriously, we, so all a, you kids head up to Bald Mountain. That's where I was It last. lands on there, random trees where there, children no, find a, it and go, thank you, God. Someone's going to clone Carrie from those pages. I am. Yes, they will. <laughs> there was a mommy. These pictures are stuck together. <laughs> Especially if it's the Playmate of the Year uh, edition. Anyway, yeah. there, no, there was a uh, <laughs> there was an undeveloped like field kind of thing mm-hmm. where we would all go and we'd build uh, like like dirt huts and forts and, and all over for West Valley and, stuff. and over in one area in yeah. in the bushes. There it is. There was a stack of uh, bushes. Uh, bushes. <laughs> oh God! Uh, oh! My first. That my, was very clever and gross all at once. My my first actual videotaped uh, porno I ever saw was beneath the valley of the ultra vixens, and I stole it from my dad. I still have it, and he couldn't say anything because my mom wasn't. My mom didn't want any porn in the house, and I still have it. <laughs> So I, I have several uh, stories. All right, uh, there was a there was a house that was constantly being worked on by this guy, and he, he just never had the money to finish it. And he built and, it out of magazines. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just you'd wander in there because the, it was easy to get into, and there was plenty of them lying around. They were all weathered and everything. Because he was spanking while he was hammering. I don't I don't think he had been there for years. So that's that why he didn't ever get the house <laughs> done. <laughs> I'd like to finish the selection. Yeah, I think but he I had to a go strong wrist that he could have. One, driven uh, some hammers. Uh, I found them in my brother's Footlocker. Uh, he had just one or two, and that was that was also uh, I, when I was a kid and I was working at a dairy. I was the bottle washer. Right? Right? Okay. I was the bottle washer. I wasn't there for the milking. How porn? It would have fell out of a cow's yes. ass. Don't think that we didn't think about that. Um, and I, I'm. It's you know early Sunday morning, like five a.m. And I'm uh, I'm started the first round of bottles in the machine, and then I go to the bathroom. I look up in the vent. For some reason, I saw this book up there, and it's 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 one of the the printed ones, you know, where he. He was it th- Naughty you know, Hot Nurse by Buster Hyman? No, there were no pictures. It was, you know, I just remember Ugh. he thrust his purple-headed warrior. That was all I remember. <laughs> Into her mossy mound. That, that, that was Naughty Hot Nurse that by Buster Hyman. But then the other thing I remember is when we first got cable TV and uh, we had Showtime, um, Young Lady Chatterley. Oh, oh. Was, Adam, now, it was softcore. It with was Adam West? Deal, but I just remember the line. I want you to sodomize me. That's all I remember. <laughs> I remember that. That's all you need to remember. Genteel time. I'm genteel. like about 20, and my friend and I are watching Summer Lovers, which is a horrible movie. Mm. And there's like one scene. That's Daryl like, Hannah's in that yes, movie. Yes, she is. There's like one really, really nudie scene. And guess when my mom chose to walk through the room? Of course. The nudie there scene. There you go. Yep. Exactly. So I think I was about 13 on Showtime. Lady Chatterley's sodomize. Lover was on. <laughs> and. My mom walked in when Adam West was getting ready to give the business uh, to Lady Chatterley. Yes. I was like, it's Batman, Mom. She's like, yeah, it's porn. Turn yeah, it off. I'm just so, going to. Speaking of which, stick so this, in here. Right, this is bringing it around here. Uh, my your story. First porn. Does it have anything to do with your laptop? 
His lady I'm friends. betting his that lady he friends didn't, in the room. Let's give him a pass. Just forgive him for this. Forgive him for this. So I'm betting that it's not printed matter. Nope. He it found was a not laptop a bo- in the bushes. <laughs> you mean there's porn on the digital? I found a laptop in, in the, the bushes. bushes. <laughs> 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 Writing that down. That's the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Had all these crazy fucking bookmarks on it. What what is a Shiza video? Google Images. Black <laughs> really? Yeah, really. I'm not oh, okay. kidding. You took that safe search off. But think how yeah. much how far we've come along cuz my dad and I had this talk. His first was National Geographic. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, how exciting true. is that? I never yeah. thought about that. No, seriously. Native nudity. Cuz we've had this conversation. He's like, "When did you find your first girly magazine?" When I was four. It's like I found National Geographic. Yeah, and my native girls. So here's a uh, here's Roebuck. I remember getting some play. <laughs> oh yeah. When I, when I had spent that, the summers at grandma's house. The, the corset issue. Did, yes. did yeah. any of you have uh, really crazy places where you would hide your porn? Yes. Where? Always in my rectum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually. Crazy. The bathroom, get porn out. Hey, I actually. I actually right. hid naughty magazines in my mom and dad's room in the bookshelf. Ooh. Because I knew they weren't looking through their bookshelves. Nice. That was the last I, place they'd what? find it. I kept it just in my stack of comic books because yeah. I knew none of yeah. them would uh, look. <laughs> I think I just yeah. threw mine under my Lee, bed. Our friend Dylan. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stud strokers. Um, Stud strokers. I had a folded up, folded up center fo- fold. That I had in the back flap on the Mascatron figures. The I hid it in my toy. Good <laughs> and place, uh, good place. Jeff, Jeff and I hid a, um, a a magazine called Stud Strokers in a stack of music magazines at a guy named Dylan's house that his mom found. <laughs> Dylan? Dylan Dylan had been living with his mom and dad um, until he was probably 30 or so. Eight. So he was about 26 at the time that his mom was going through his room. Cleaning found his room. Stud Strokers. And uh, they had that conversation, son. Would you Is like it? to talk to us about something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, oh. you can get so much mileage out of it. Well, this uh, this uh, whole episode has been uh, extraordinarily graphic. And uh, sorry, Comcast. Sorry, Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so Comcast, Comcast will be 45 minutes long, and the clean show will end at the, say, after I, these messages. I know we don't use a lot of like foul language, but the mm, subject matter content might not be safe Content won't be going. Euphemisms? Yeah, so yeah. this one will not be will safe. You be able to, uh, will you be censoring a hairy underpants? Uh, yes. Actually, no. There's not going to be anything Harry after the commercial break. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stack of That's bushes. true. That's true. After that, it does get it, It'll be a 45-minute show. All right. Any white noise, noise, white noise. I have a recommendation for those who have a droid phone. Yes, I do. What is a droid phone? Um, you can find this free app on, on there, and it's so stupid. Is it called Harry Underpants? Oh, I like it, though. That's a good rec. Tricorder setting. For oh, your really? Droid phone, it's a free app. How do I find that? What kind of you, phone you, do I have? You, you you just go to the apps. It's called a you, flip phone, asshole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if, I'm with it, Lee. He's got one of those. That, it, that the it, kids it, should it, have. it has several settings. Boo. What, how do I find that? I need. Uh, that. G- go to the. Your phone's so cool. G- go to the Droid store. You can touch oh, yeah, the street. <laughs> just Star Trek or what? No, can you talk no, to no, people no, no. That? Just search for Tricorder. Tricorder. Okay, because I I searched Star oh. Trek and I couldn't find anything. All my phone does is make calls. See, it even. <laughs> oh. oh. You know what? I it even makes the noises. Phone? Well, that's because we yeah. felt that you weren't ready for the you know one the that tri- could well, have 
the dirty pictures from the intranet. Well, while we're while we're doing that, let me just show you the uh, the Magic Eight Ball app that I love so much because yeah, you but can, you have to shake your phone. No, you can like set toddler. it so it doesn't. But you can also you can have the classic answers or you can make your own, and I've made my own. So uh, go ahead and ask a question, and I will. Uh, that lumpus cancer is one of them. That isn't is it? one of them. I but, know it would uh, be. But uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, next time I'm fishing, will I find a nudie magazine? It says we're all fucked. <laughs> that is uh, what's let me happen. try another one. Uh, fuck it. No, let's try another one here. Um, I detect a theme. There is no God. All right, let me try another one. <laughs> I detect one. a theme. You're all pussies. You smell different. <laughs> um, let's see. Recycling won't help. Okay. Uh, stop bitching. I guess that it doesn't this work. Is, this is my favorite dumb app I put on my uh, pre. It's a Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> soundboard just because it has this. Will it work? Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it's got get to the chopper. Hit it again. Get to the chopper. <laughs> okay, I need that one too. All right, I'm writing that one down. Write a Christmas list. Okay. My son just got excited. He, he told me the other day he wants to watch Predator, and I said, oh, that's a kick-ass alien monster movie. He's like, yeah, it's got get to the chopper in it. Get to the chopper. Like, you only want to watch it for that line? <laughs> Something about jetpack. All right, all right, that's good. We done? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would suggest look for more ham in, in the, the bushes. Woods.